0: weed every day. Oh, sometimes after a long day, you just need a nice, cold, relaxing cold one for the boys. Just kidding, it's a coffee, cold brew coffee. Haven't drank in almost, uh, haven't drank since July of 2019. (laughs) He had a real problem. Uh, No, just um, thought I would go all this year Uh, without drinking and yeah and this year has uh you know 2020 has faced a lot of issues for a lot of people you've had the covid pandemic you've had the wildfires you've had riots you had all sorts of terrible things people losing jobs people losing loved ones so 2020 is almost over all I can say is they ask you how you are. You just have to say that you're fine and you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Uh, just kidding. 2020 for me was actually a pretty solid year. Bought a house, had a baby, uh, didn't lose any income because uh, the wife and I both worked through everything. and still working. Uh, praise the Lord. But I know a lot of people have been, um, uh, facing hard times and yeah that's not fun i'm hoping uh that once people take these uh vax vaccinations and everything that uh things can open all the way back up i know in my state we're closed till january, january 4th um when i heard that all i like i was just like no god please no 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 a lot of people are hurting. Uh, I just want to get on today and bring hope to everyone that, you know, this will go away and your problems, you know, what you're facing today is not going to define you. I got a uh, little baby boy laying down, taking a nap. Oh, he did not want to go down. It was, uh, he was not uh, happy, but he's finally sleeping. Thank goodness. Okay. Oh, that's what I wanted. I never remember. Sorry, I was drawn a blank. Um, talk about life insurance because I've seen a couple people ask about this. So I always um, suggest that uh, if someone depends on you and your income that you should have life insurance. And so what is life insurance? Life insurance is the type of insurance that you get... So if you die, a lump sum of money is paid out to your beneficiary. So let's say um, I died, my wife would get uh, the life insurance policy that I have on me. There's different types of uh, life insurance. I always say just get term life. It's the cheapest. It's the easiest. uh, It's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, But there's a lot of whole life um, life insurance. And so whole life insurance is known as a type of permanent life insurance. Uh, it's meant to be in place for your entire life in the beginning you and the insurance company will decide your policy amount uh, and that's what they call the death benefit Uh, this is the sum that will be paid to your loved ones or you know whoever's the beneficiary when you die and then you're told how much premium uh, will be how much your premium will be every month Uh, the premium is what they call the cost of insurance Uh, as long as you pay the premium you're covered so you know if you're $30, $100 $30, $100 uh, with whole life insurance. The premium is a locked or excuse me, the premium is locked in price. It can't change. Uh, also a slice of that premium will go into what uh, it's called the cash value, a uh, part of your policy. Um, the longer your policy lasts, the more cash value it's supposed to build up. So how whole life insurance works. So you signed up for some whole life insurance and you know your what your premium is going to be. Uh, the premium is split by the insurance company, with one chunk of it going into the cash value account, uh, where it's meant to make you some cash value, hence the name. The other chunk covers the actual life insurance uh, part of your policy. Uh, whole life insurance policy gives you a guarantee return on your investment, uh, but this is uh, but this is the best. Uh, excuse me any talk Uh, but this is possible because the way they invest your money uh, brings back low returns on average these low returns are of course easier to guarantee to the policyholder so you pay a premium every month the insurance company puts a portion of your premium into the cash value account as i said earlier Uh, the breakdown of how much is invested versus how much goes towards your policy varies over the years in the earlier years a larger percent of your premium uh, premiums are put towards the cash value while in the later years more of your premiums are going towards your policy since the cost of insurance will increase as you age makes sense Uh, your cash value grows over time uh, very slowly may i add uh, your insurance company will give you an uh, interest rate on your cash value. If these rates were slices of cake, they'd uh, they'd be almost stale ones you see uh, in the get it before expire stand. So like a savings account, your cash value is supposed to grow. After you built some up, you could choose to borrow against it or leave it as is. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's say you get to the maturity age, uh, insurance companies will have different ideas on what they define as the maturity age, but most agree on 120 years old. So if you live to be 120, not only uh, will you be a very be on a very uh, short li- list of people, uh, most people don't live to be 120, uh, but you'll finally get a check uh, for your cash value. Or you'll die before maturity and your cash value disappears if you didn't do anything with that cash while you were alive uh, the insurance company keeps it your family gets the death benefit while the insurance company nabs your cash value account Uh, uh which obviously this is one of the worst things about cash value uh life insurance uh and that's why i always say stay away from those uh so Uh, How can you use your whole life insurance cash value? Uh, Most people don't wait until maturity uh, to take out the cash value. Uh, It can be tapped into any time you like. Uh, But be warned, this isn't like getting a paycheck. Most whole life policies will let you ball against it or cancel when you surrender the policy and claim whatever cash you made. Uh, So taking a loan out against the cash value. So let's say you need some money and you want to take some of your cash value after you finally got some money in there. Uh, If you built up some cash value, uh, you can take out a loan against your policy. Uh, Like any loan, you'll pay an interest rate even to borrow against your own money. So it's kind of weird. Uh, And you're pretty much paying interest to borrow your own money. Uh, If you don't pay the money you borrow, your insurance company will deduct the amount from your death benefit. So... It's like, so part of your money is going into a savings account while the only way you can get it is borrow against your own money. Uh, You can also surrender your policy. You can uh, uh, cash surrender or cancellation. You tell the insurance company that you want to cash out your whole life policy and they send you a percentage of the policy's cash value. How much you get depends on part on your particular policy. The fees, the insurance, uh, the fees, the insurance company charges and how long you've paid into it, you know, pretty common stuff. Uh, by now you see that um, no matter how you decide to tap into cash value of a whole life policy, it will never work out in your favor in the long run. Your cash value will lose uh, most of its uh, weight because you've invested over the years or you'll have to set her for less than the value of the policy you've been paying for is not uh, not a good choice. Uh, and so, how's whole life different from other types of permanent life insurance? Um, you know, pretty much whole life insurance, uh, universal and variable life are both permanent life insurance, meant to be in place for the long term, and they both build cash value, but they're different in the way uh, in the way this cash value builds up if whole life insurance was that almost still ready to eat slice of cake universal would be um, cake mix in a box which let's face it never tastes as good as you would want it to taste so you can either get the old stale cake or you know the make it yourself cake Uh, and so when you have whole life insurance you have a fixed premium over the life of the policy if those premiums are not kept up your policy may lapse Uh, Universal life insurance is meant to be more flexible by allowing you, the policyholder, to choose how much premium you pay within a certain range. The minimum amount is determined by the cost of insurance, which includes your death benefit and administration fees. Anything you pay over this is added to your cash value, which is guaranteed to grow according to minimum annual interest rates set by the insurance company, uh, though it may grow faster depending on what the stock market is doing that year. Many people choose to pay the maximum premium possible, which is set by the IRS in their earlier years in order to build a larger cash value and then use the cash to cover uh, premiums later in life. Uh, But that is a risky move since the cost of insurance will increase the older you get. The question is, will you have enough cash value to cover it? Uh, And then there's variable life. Variable life is a type of universal life insurance that provides an added layer of control. and confusion and risk. Unlike universal life and whole life, both of these have a fixed rate of return. Variable life allows you to, to decide how your cash value will be invested. You can put the cash value in investments such as stocks and bonds, uh, mutual funds, et cetera, that offer a higher rate of return than the whole life policies. But the choice, But that choice comes with increased risk of losing it all, Uh, that's the thing about variable life insurance you make the call and it's a risky one it's not and you know it's it's a risky choice if you're not continuous keeping you know an eye on all your investments most people don't really look at their investments like me but i'm a nerd i always like to look at it um and then you have term life insurance um is a lot different than whole life because it's just life insurance and it's designed to last for a set number of years. Uh, so my wife and I, we both have 20 year policies. And that doesn't mean that we think we're going to die in 20 years, but we did a 15 year mortgage. So by the time uh, our life insurance is uh, lapses, our house will be paid off. We'll be hundred percent debt free. We've been investing uh, in our retirement accounts we have an emergency fund, so if something was to happen to one of us after our life insurance, uh, you know, policy expires, we'll be fine. Because well, you know, the my wife died. You know, let's say in twenty five years, she passes away financially. I'll be I'll be fine, and if I was to pass away in twenty five years financially, she'll be fine. Um. So yeah. Uh, So there isn't a cash value element with the term life. This means the premiums are a lot cheaper than whole life policies. Um, So with whole life, you're going to pay a higher premium. And when we say higher premiums, uh, we mean a lot higher, like you'll pay 10 to 15 times, sometimes even 20 more times uh, for a whole life policy than you would for term life and why for the extra cash value um that has a low interest rate uh you can invest smarter so people buy whole life because they think they're killing two birds with one stone type thing like oh you know we're investing for our future they get life insurance um, and an investment like both financially smart things to do when you think really think about it though using your insurance as an investment makes no sense especially when there are better investment options out there you know uh and then uh insurance companies make more money on whole life insurance which is why they're always trying to sell it and then what really benefits uh who really benefits from whole life insurance are the insurance companies and agents who sell it they make a whole lot of money a whole lot more money on whole life policies than they do term uh so which is why do you think they push more same reason why car uh Salesmen are pushing leasing a car instead of financing or just paying cash for a car because they make more money on that. And so, uh, let's say, uh, let's, I'll just give you because I typed out some numbers here. Um, so let's just use me, uh, and we'll just round down an age. So let's say I'm 30, active in good health. Um, just an easy number. I'm going to say I make 40,000 a year. Uh, that's not how much I make, I'm just using easy numbers. So uh, with whole life uh, policy, so you should always have about 10 times your income in life insurance. So if you make 40,000, have about 400,000. So whole life policy, uh, the monthly premium would be about $100 for whole life opposed to $18 uh, for term. And that's 82 extra dollars you can invest on your own into, you know, a Roth IRA IRA or mutual fund. Um, And then, so if you look at what the investments are, if you were to, uh, after 20 years by age 50, your whole life policy would have about 25,000. And if you just take the difference and invest it yourself, you'd have about $61,994, assuming a 10% return, which is pretty easy to do. I'll show my wife today, some of the year to date, uh, returns that we've had are in the 40s to 50%. It's been a weird year though. Um, and then average made investments by age 70. Uh, the whole life would be about 66,000. And the uh, difference investing that and in when you get term would be about almost 500,000. So your best option for life insurance that will save you the most money, that will earn you the most money would be term life insurance. So I know people get weird, be like, well, yeah, but once it's over, you just wasted all that money if you don't die. Yeah, same with car insurance, same with homeowners insurance, same with every type of insurance. Insurances aren't there to make you money. It's there to protect you. It's the defense in your uh, financial uh, game plan. It's your defensive strategy. You know, your offense would be your assets that make you money, your income, paychecks, retirement accounts, so on and so on. So this is what my wife and I do. We both have about a million dollar policy on each other. And that is set to lapse in probably, uh, we got it probably like three years ago. So we did 20 years, so I'm probably like 17 years. So let's look at what's in 17 years. Our son will be close to being 18 and being an adult and hopefully off to college or about to be on his own, working, whatever. Our house will be paid off. This whole time we've been investing at least 15% of our income into retirement accounts. We have no debt, we have an emergency fund. So if I was to die after that, we'd be fine financially. Sure, my wife and son would be fine financially. Now, emotionally, we're not going to get into that, but this is just covering the financial aspect of everything. Huh. And, I mean, we're starting to see, you know, like now that we've been investing for a while, we're actually starting to see our net worth has, has broken over six figures. And which is when we first got married, we were like negative $50,000 net worth. And so, I mean, just to see how much it has swung just in these few four years. It's just insane. And so, uh, sorry, that coffee's good. And so that's why I'm saying and why it's financially smart to stay away from these whole life cash value variable life insurance, they cost more, uh, to get your money. You either have to cancel your life insurance, which I don't suggest going without life insurance. Um, And then, or you borrow your own money if you need it. Makes no sense. And the only people who suggest these are the whole life agents, insurance salesmen who call themselves financial planners. They're not. They just use that to make them, you know, to put their nose up at you and make you intimidated into buying these ripoff products. You'll never see any financial advisor, like legit, like I'm talking, you know, anyone like Mark Cuban or any any financial guru guy will tell you to get in these, because they're, they're crap, they don't work. No one believes in them, except for the people that sell them. That's why. Uh, and if you, you know, some people say, well, I can't get insured by, uh, you know, term, I can't, I don't qualify for term life because I'm not healthy or whatever, you know, I'm dealing with a uh, medical issue. I had cancer two years ago, so I got to wait a few years before I'm, so if you're not eligible for term life, you're not going to be eligible for whole life insurance regardless. Now you can do things like uh, mortgage insurance that pays it if you die, which it's a little more expensive, uh, but it's better to have that than nothing, but go for the term life. And then if, you know, if you have to use like a mortgage insurance, Uh, a little more spendy, but go with that. And then once you're able to qualify for term life, get the term life, then cancel the uh, mortgage insurance or whatever type of higher premium insurance um, that doesn't even do like a, a medical check for it. Uh, very important to make sure you get your term life in place before you cancel. Yeah, so yeah, that's why whole life sucks. So don't do it. Um. Wanted to clear that up because I I had some people talking about it and asking some questions. Okay, and that quick leak turned into baby waking up, feeding baby, and now we're sitting at nine o'clock. So sorry about the long wait that you guys don't have to experience because of what we call editing. So just like that, I went to the bathroom and hours later, and you guys don't even realize it. All right. But I just wanted to touch in. I know we were talking about uh, the life insurance and why uh, it's important to go with uh, term life and stay away from uh, all those rip off products. And uh, and so I told you I do 20 year policy because I do a 15 year mortgage. So in 20 years, when our policy uh, lapses, if we choose not to renew it, we'll be 100% debt free by that time. Um. And then, so a lot of people say, you know, not to, or to do the 30 year loan and just pay extra, like it's a 15, but nobody does that. Uh, 98.3% of 30 year loans pay off in 30 years. So don't put yourself in a position to be the 2% where you have to do what's not common. Just get the 15 year mortgage um, because people just don't, don't pay it off faster. Uh, And so let me uh, break it down. So uh, our mortgage without escrow. uh, All right. So our our principal balance May 1st, 2020 was $394,250. And we did a 15 year mortgage and our interest rate was 3.375, I believe. Uh, 3.375. And so that takes, so our payment without escrow is $2794. And over the life of 15 years, we'll pay a total of $502,971, uh, which is still a lot in interest that makes me sick so that's why we're going to pay it off early and save as much interest as we can but that's just assuming it goes the full 15 years and we don't pay it off early now let's say we did a 30-year mortgage so our payment without escrow would have been one one thousand seven hundred forty three dollars and we would have paid a total of six hundred and twenty seven thousand four hundred and sixty seven dollars in payments So just a quick math, if just by us paying an extra $1,051 a month, that's gonna save us over the life of the loan, $124,550 that we would have paid in interest if we would have done a 30 year mortgage. So it's just insane. And then in 10 years, that's the goal. So by 2030, I am hoping that uh, um, the house will be paid off. It should be by then. And if we would have done a 30-year mortgage, then it, it would have barely been touching uh, the principal at that time just because of everything would have been going to interest. So that's why I say do a 15-year, pay more upfront, sacrifice, get out of debt, take your car payments, your student loan payments, your credit cards, get get rid of them. And then you can take that extra money that you're paying in those payments and pay the higher mortgage. And that's exactly what we did uh we got out of the car debt we paid off the student loans we don't have any credit card debt so literally all we have is our house payment plus our utilities our grocery bill um we don't have any you know debt whatsoever other than the mortgage of course and if something crazy came up we already so our balance so uh our home uh appraised at 420,000 And then we did, uh, we put flooring in, we took out a wall and we did a whole interior paint job. Um, So I don't know, let's just, I'll just be conservative and we could say an extra 10,000 in equity. It's probably a lot more than that, uh, especially with the floor and the the open wall. Um, So we already have, let's see here. So so I'm just gonna call it uh, 430. 430,000 home value in our current balance is at $380,939.89. So that gives us uh, $49,060.11 in equity, about give or take. Uh, we will probably realistically if we were to get it appraised again, uh, it'll be about probably at that 55, 60 mark in equity, which once we get under the 20%. And we can refinance and get rid of the PMI uh, to save money and there. Um, okay. So, yeah, so the house is scheduled to be paid off May 1st, 2035, but hopefully it'll be May 1st, 2030, but uh, we'll see. So that's exactly, so that's the train of thought and the, the thinking and the, the kind of the thought process and education and the numbers on why I was saying to do all that so yeah um but yeah just looking so far this year we've so $7,600 have gone to interest on the house and uh it's gross I can't imagine what it would be if we just did a 30-year loan but so yeah So we are going to keep, uh, we pay a little extra each month. And then once things, we have other goals and once those are taken care of, we can pay even more. Um, So yeah, so if anybody wants to send us $380,000, $381,000, we can pay off the mortgage. uh, That'd be dope. Um, But until then, uh, let's see. So work's going well. I don't know if you guys have any side hustles that you guys do uh, besides uh, your main job or career for your income. But let's see, I've been helping some people, my brother uh, uh, sell some trading cards. So that's kind of fun. I haven't been doing it as much just because I've been working and can't get to the stores during the hot hot hours when they restock but uh, it is a lot of fun to get back into that hobby. But I see a lot of people, uh, they'll do like thrift shopping and they'll buy and resell things. Uh, That's something I'd be kind of interested in doing some more of um, just buying like old beat up stuff and kind of refurnishing it and then selling. Um, Yeah. But I think that's all I got for today. Yeah. So I'm going to leave you guys with my random thought of the day to ponder on. And what if Frosty the Snowman is really just Olaf in the Witness Protection Program? Dun, dun, dun. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Peace.